Eldritch Horror Squad's Keeper Ann here. Heads up that this is a mature podcast in a mature setting. This podcast uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu rule set by Chaosium. All content, including names, places, things, or any other noun-resembling entities living, dead, or shimmering just at the edge of your vision, like something between a memory or a nightmare, are purely coincidental. Hello, and welcome back to EHS. Um, I am, of course, your Keeper Anne. And we are currently burning alive. The air, the the central air is down. It's fucking 90-something out there. We're burning. We do this for art. And and art alone. The relative humidity is like in the 80% or something right now. Yeah, we're actively breathing water, I think. Uh (laughs) We're breathing swamp. See, but the soju just hit my head a little bit, and now I feel fine after immediately after saying this. So that's great Master. for you and all. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a good person to be right now. So, yeah, uh, Alex, you were gone last week. So yeah. to catch you back up to speed, um, I also let the soju get to my head then and gave Thaddeus a 45. I have another gun. Um, because Thaddeus left the hospital because it was creeping him out. Um, vibes were bad. Vibes were bad. So he said, how well do I really know Delilah? Turned his ass around and left. Hey, I called Oksana. Oksana said they'd be fine. It's a public <laughs> building. What's the worst that was going to happen? Oh, Thaddeus, why does your mom let you have two guns? <laughs> and a cane. <laughs> Well, you see, uh, Alex, to answer your question, uh, Mama Keeper lets him and Thaddeus have two guns because I will take so much more from him. You've already <laughs> taken so much from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so why don't we just go around and just uh, talk about what your character did last session? Oh, I know I, that look. I didn't do anything that bad. I didn't really... Last session, Delilah got to, got to the basement of the hospital and yeah honestly she just sat in on a group therapy session she didn't really do too much last time and is there anything more i'm forgetting uh no but where you ended off is you're still with uh you're still with the group therapy session yep so on to damien's left is uh william and uh william left off uh breaking with lewis and the doctor to have a little private Session with talking with Lewis. At least that's what he's hoping is it gonna happen. And to his left. I'm Sarah, I play Thaddeus, and you know, last session Thaddeus sat in the waiting room for a bit. As far as he was aware, it was a weird hospital, but you know, weird things have happened. Nothing too bad happened, so he, you know, went to go research stuff at the library where he met a beautiful old lady who handed him a gun and told her, or told him in not so many words to uh, kill the doctor because he was basically fucking over all the patients. So then he went back, and we are seeing where this is going. Uh, and I'm Cynthia playing Oksana, and Oksana was pro-party last time. I'm Whoa. so proud of you! Yeah, I can't believe you missed it. You missed and it. And then Oksana got immediately punished for it. Immediately. It's never gonna happen again. Nah. <laughs> A brief glimpse, and it died real quick. A brief glimpse of light smothered in the dark hand. Mm-hmm. 
God, though, I just feel like with this heat, though, I feel like, uh, oh my God, what's the Jonathan Edwards? Sinners in the hands of an angry God. <laughs> I, I just checked. I, I don't think I am covered in sweat all over. It's just terrible. He but need remove his hand and you would be cast into the flames. Toasty. <laughs> all right. I am Alex playing Richard and have little idea what went on, so. <laughs> yeah, I realized, like, I had a thing, like, all, like ready for where Richard was and then forgot to say it last time. <laughs> so now I can't do that. So, if you'd like, we can just say, Richard's off taking a phone call. Yep. Because realistically, not much time passed at all in this last episode. <laughs> Richard's at the front desk taking a phone call, watching the rest of the characters come and go. Oh, uh, one more thing that uh, you uh, that uh, you were not let in on is uh, a fun little member, new member, showed up. Cynthia, why don't you describe that character? So uh, we come again to to many of our players a friendly face. Or at least familiar, if not friendly. It was not friendly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was not. Um, but uh, we, we did get a little cameo from uh, Yvain, uh, our five foot one, shock white hair, gnarly scrawl, scar on her left side of her face, or right side of her face. I always forget, because it's left when you look at it. Um, and yeah, and she was uh, wandering around the hospital. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. Yeah, so for context, uh, Yvain and the good doctor are both characters from our previous uh, Corsair Cthulhu game that we uh, ran, and at, so at some point we will definitely do a cutback for a to it, but for the time being, everyone get on the train, we're going. Choo-choo. The ship is sailing. <laughs> so get ready for total trauma island. Hey. Trauma for you, it's revenge for me. <laughs> oh no, I just had a fun time the whole time. Yeah. I loved being a yeah, master. You bitch. <laughs> who, out of curiosity, who did you like playing more than that? The oh, doc- the doctor. Oh, oh, okay, that was no hesitation. That was. Okay. I like the confidence. Oh, it was 100% the doctor, <laughs> because I got to be, I didn't have to connive, I got to be fucking nuts. <laughs> See, like, to me, there's something so special about Call of Cthulhu, being able to play a character that is just off their fucking rocker. And it's, it's that combined with the fact that I'm like, no, no, I'm playing a bastard, I'm playing anti-party, I'm supposed to die at the end of this, I don't need to be invested. I'm invested in bringing this as far as it can go before ev- inevitably running it into a wall. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you've got so much baggage about you, about what he did to you. Listen, I, I was ready for August to die. I was ready for bad things to happen to him. Dying would have been a mercy. No, it fucking exactly, though. Uh, this is actually worse. This is actually worse than my worst case scenario for him. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that maybe you can get some closure. Just, uh, I mean, just look on the bright side. In a sense, August has undergone apotheosis. (laughs) 
the touch and graze of the <laughs> See, also, I just, like, in the corner, I keep seeing uh, Vampire Miku in the bubble wrap, and I'm, like, in the seat, I'm legitimately a little worried it will melt to her flesh. <laughs> okay, but that's kind of fair, though. She's, she doesn't have flesh. Unless. Melt to her plastic. I can't tell if you're being a little bitch about this. Were you being facetious? No, it was mostly just because I very did briefly picture it with flesh, and I was like, that's upsetting, no. no I that's don't like very that. upsetting. <laughs> that's incredibly upsetting. Okay. Anywho. So, uh, just to, yeah, I regret nothing. I am very happy with what I've done. Uh, and I'm not going to regret anything that I'm about to do. I mean, I'm not... This I is the, won't. This is the I point. have no idea what's going to go on, and I'm so scared. <laughs> This is the point. I expected him to die, yeah, so nothing that you can he, do to him actually matters to me. Yeah, I know, but it matters a lot to me. <laughs> so, Richard, mm-hmm. you just got off a very lengthy phone call. <laughs> we'll talk about what that is later. All right. You turn around, and you see a... Uh, shorter woman, Nega, with Oksana and Thaddeus, um, bring her fist across the nur- the nurse's face. <laughs> uh, Richard does a very dramatic lean back and ooh. Um, and unperturbed is going to kind of saunter over so, I'm sorry, you'll have to correct me. That is what happened, right? Yeah. Okay, I started running down. Yeah, yeah. I normally get a, I normally listen to the episode again to refresh, so like I was like, oh shit, I have a terrible memory. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No, Annika punched and we all started uh shuffling down the hall pretty fast. Yep. <laughs> yep, so you started seeing them shuffle. <laughs> uh before following them, big out of mostly curiosity and a little bit of business, but Richard is going to walk over to the nurse hold out the cane and, like, smack him a couple of times with the cane. <laughs> oh, uh, so her eyes are perfect, are perfectly open, and she looks up to you and um, has a very kind smile and says, Hello, sir, do you have an appointment? So Richard is caught aback, but not fully. It's him raising a hand, the single finger go with his mouth a little bit open and I'm gonna go. <laughs> As you wish, sir. <laughs> and I'm gonna follow them shuffling down the hallway. Um, so... Delilah. Yes. Yeah, you're sitting in on, on this uh, group session. And you see a orderly come in. And... He is walking around the group, and he is saying, Now, everybody, it's time to get into character. Now, there is a young boy. It's his birthday today. I want you to ruin that little fucker's birthday party. I love this so much! (laughs) That was a seal! And he... Go ahead, go ahead. That was an inhale. I didn't mean to do that. 
And he lifts a hand and says, lights, camera, action. And all of the patients in their straitjackets leap up onto their chairs and they start squawking. Delilah, I think I'm actually gonna ask for a sanity roll. Yeah, okay. Oh, gotta go yellow king dice today. I haven't tested any of these little guys. Uh, 70 under 80. Okay, I'm not gonna take anything from you then. This is just fucking strange. Is, she, yeah, she's just kind of staring, like, trying really hard not to, like, grimace or anything at them, like, and she's just kind of staying back. Yeah, so the orderly begins to clap and says, good job, everyone. Now, what are you going to do about that little fucker? And you see a few more orderlies wheel in on a cart a very misshapen birthday cake with candles shoved in like at every open spot. And they bring in another patient, but he's a little shorter, and he has a little birthday hat on. And then they swarm him. They begin to take bites out of the candles. And they're just so... And And you just hear mumbled, some mumbled squawking and the sound of chewing. She's going to inch towards the door, trying to be subtle about it, but she wants to get the fuck out of this room. Okay. So you go to the door and you try the handle. Is it locked? Yeah, baby, it's locked. Fuck. Yeah, Delilah does not have anything in lock picking. Can she... Okay, looking at the orderlies, does it look like any of them might have something in their pockets? Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, so actually, when you turn around, the orderly managing this game is standing right behind you. And he's smiling, and he says... Would you like to would you like to play with us? The doctor insisted you'd be very helpful. Oh yes, I was just going to observe. I actually wanted to ask the doctor a couple questions about the game. And he says, um, the best way to learn would I think be participating. Oh no, I'm actually not an active learner like that. I do much better by observing. Oh, you see, you know what you sound like to me? You sound like the seagull that solves mysteries. I don't think that's really my place. I'm not particularly good at solving them. Well, perhaps, Delilah, you could solve the mystery of why you're down here. Did somebody tell you my name? Oh, we all know it. Miss Taylor, if you would be so kind, please take a seat in the circle. 
You know, I'd actually really rather not, though. Well, that's your choice. And he begins to walk away. And he's walking towards the group of squawking inmates. What are you doing? What does the room look like overall? So it's a pretty large room. Um, there is, if, if, I remember, if I remember correctly, a, seri- a series of large glass windows on the other side that look out into darkness. There is the door behind you, the circle of chairs in front, to the right is where they've wheeled the birthday cake, and, well, the now screaming birthday boy. And down to the left is another door that is shut. That is where they had wheeled in the cake. She's probably going to, like, like facing towards the room, try to subtly knock on this door, hoping that William is close enough to hear it. Why don't you make me a strength roll? Strength. Okay. Great. Um, so, we're going to leave this scene with the orderly picking up a little birthday hat off of the now not screaming inmate. And he turns and says, Your birthday's coming up soon, isn't it, Miss Taylor? And we're going to cut over to William. Now, William, last we left you, you were walking down the hall to a private room, correct? Yep. Okay. So, the doctor is is kind of humming a little tune, um, and Lewis is intermittently crying and going from crying into mumbling back to crying and finally into a deep silence. And you take a right turn down this aisle, uh, this aisle and you are walking for a little bit. And eventually you come across a, seri- a set of double doors. And the doctor says, uh, please, no one will disturb you two in here. Uh, is there windows on the double doors? No. And I don't... I'm not assuming I have heard the knock. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have you roll me a listen with advantage, actually. I'm not gonna keep that, even though it was a two. I flew in my hand. Seventy-two over, uh, forty. Those dice hate you. So you come to the set of double doors. Even though everything seems a bit wrong, I'm I'm assuming he's wanted me to go through the double doors. Yeah. And I guess I will go through the double doors. So you open the doors, and this is a large dark room. You can't even see the walls. It's so dark. 
but there's a light. And beneath it is a table and two chairs. This is way too big. I don't like this anymore. Uh, just keep going forward to the table. Yeah, Lewis follows you. The doctor doesn't. The door shut behind you. And now that you get closer, why don't you make me a spot hidden? A two. Uh, so that is a, a two under 45. So, on the bright side, yeah, you might not have heard Delilah, but now you see her. Because they're on the far end, now that you're closer, you can see the glass wall. And you see the squawking patients rushing to and fro and a body next to a birthday cake. Can I by any chance see any visible wounds on said body? Teeth marks. More tearing, probably. You do notice, of course, the one inmate still sitting in the circle that hadn't been playing the game. Gonna, I'm gonna shift. So, well, I'm gonna look around and make sure there is actually no one looking first. Though we are, in fact, alone. Like me and Lucas. Yes. So, you look around, and the only thing you notice is that said inmate now standing up and walking towards the glass. Other than that, you're alone. I'm gonna, okay, keep my back to Lewis for right now, so he doesn't see me do this, or not in good detail. I'm gonna shift my bayonet from my boot to my belt. Um, and just go, hey, Lewis, I know it's not been good for you, but how have you been recently? He was mumbling to himself, and then there's a stop, and he looks up to you with these wild eyes and says... Excuse me? Fucking excuse me? How have I been... No! And, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, if you've ever been in, like, that... In a massive downward spiral, in a depressive state, and then somebody says something so fucking stupid, it completely snaps you out of it for a minute. It's that. What the fuck do you think I've been doing? Not good. But... What have they done to you in this hospital? Like, his eyes have this bit of a glossy sheen to them. Almost as if he's not really thinking. And he says... Oh, I was... They brought me here because... I'm sick. And... They're just... I think, I think they're just helping. 
They don't really know. They say they're helping. Lewis, I don't... They may think they're helping you. But... The therapy session I saw there was not helping you. Alright? And then... If it is possible, I do intend to get you out of here. Alright? No, no, no. You can't do that. Why not, Lewis? Because, because he's out there. He's out there, and if I leave here... Then I'm out there. The soju is now officially hot, by the way. Disgusting. <laughs> so, William. Yeah. Are you paying attention to this inmate that stepped up towards the glass? Yes. I am. If I if he's made his way towards where we are, I am. Like maybe not, like staring at him, but I am making glances to. Like, see what he's doing. You see him give the glass a really large grin. I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, with that, I guess I am going to look around me more intently. Maybe even, like, walk towards the walls a little bit. At least try to find the walls. You you walk far enough, you find a concrete wall. Just a concrete wall? Yep. I'm going to go back to Lewis. So, Lewis, I I went to Hildred's apartment. Did you burn it? Could not. um, Primarily, I want to see if there's a way I can help you besides this, all right? Because I don't want to lose a friend. It's not about helping me. It's about helping everybody. I, I, I told you you had to you had to burn it. Well, when we were looking, we saw that there's multiple things missing from that apartment, and even if yes. we burned it, I'm assuming those things might also be tainted. They're gone. They're gone. I, I, they're gone. How? Tell me where you disposed of them to make so I can make sure that they're gone. Please, because I do want to help you in any way I can. You're going to have to give me a persuade roll. I got a 10 on that. <laughs> That's how you improve skills, baby. I have a 10. If I use that inspiration, I get an, yeah, I get advantage, right? Oh, that's right. Yes, you get advantage. I'm going to use do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Thank you. I hope this is luck. Kevin's trying to help you. That was worse. That's an 80. Kevin, you cursed him. Well, you could always push it. What are the chances? What are the chances? Or you could spend 70 points of luck. I don't have 70 points of luck. I mean, you could always push it. Maybe you'll get close enough to spend luck. You can't luck a push draw. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) And a 10%, there's. That's that is ten percent. It's a full ten percent. That's that's too uh, too low of me to try to push it. But think of the fun consequences. That is Sherlock's consequences. <laughs> think about what would your character do. My character doesn't entirely believe 
in fully of the magical properties in this yet. You know what? I'm actually going to say, I will let you do one more roll, simply because you are friends, and he has an already entrusted part of this mission to you. So I'll let you roll one more time. 62. Get Bruh. fucked. Yeah. These different dice. Jesus. That's why we, uh, we use the Corsair set. That's why I have three this is your, This is the die you specifically gave me for William, though. They are very on theme. Yeah, they do just hate They're you. Sucking. We do have a jail for them, if you'd like. Yeah, they might we'll go Teach them a lesson. Okay. Um, and he shakes his head vigorously and says, no, 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 when I couldn't destroy them, I put them, I put them away. They're, they're safe now. And he mutters something about keeping the collection apart. Now, William, you now see that inmate open his mouth. And he kind of makes a little bit of a spitting motion. There's a razor in his mouth. He crouches down, and it looks like he's sawing a little bit at the straitjacket. Hey, Lewis, do you know anything about... I'm kind of motion my head to the window. Um, do you know anything about that inmate? Oh, uh, he's... I have No, he's been here longer, longer than, longer than me. Longer than most, most of them, I think. Do you think he could hurt anyone? He kind of shrugs. And now I'm going to cut over. Yep. So, Oksana and Thaddeus. Look at us. Hey, and, and uh, Annika. She's here, too. Yeah. She's here, too. She she did throw the first punch. She did. She did. Oopsies. Oopsie doops. So you're, you're shuffling. Mm-hmm. Where? Not a clue. Um, Oksana just headed away from that. And no. then, I guess, just has her eyes peeled on, like, the doors, like... Yeah, I'm trying to listen to see if I hear anyone. Like, if I hear Delilah or William or anyone. Actually, Thaddeus, I'm gonna have you make me... I'm gonna have you make me an education roll. Ooh, I'm really great at that. Yeah. Because right. you've spent a lot of time in places like this. I have, indeed. That is a 55 under 95. Fantastic. Y'all motherfuckers in your stats, goddamn. <laughs> I am so educated. <laughs> so, Thaddeus, when you're looking at some of the directional signs, you start to notice something. You notice that these, the rooms, the signs that are posted up, they don't really seem, the best way I can put it, they're not right. They are pointing out rooms, but there's no group meeting room. There's no no doctor's offices listed. It's just rooms. And you begin to put a pattern together that there is a hallway that you've come across that lacks any sign pointing towards it. Um, if y'all would hold up a second... 
these rooms, and I kind of gesture to this main hallway we've been uh, passing, they don't seem right. They don't look like they're in use. The signs aren't right. This isn't what a ward is supposed to look like. But this hallway has no signage, and if I was a doctor doing creepy psychology stuff, I'd probably put it through this way. Should we go this way? I suppose. Thank you for your... <laughs> Never mind. I don't... No, I don't say that. I was... Me, Sarah, was trying to think of something and then I forgot words. <laughs> uh, Alright. And we go down that hallway. Yeah, you start leaning down the hallway and the number one thing that strikes you is how quiet it is. If you didn't know any better, you'd assume there's not a living soul out here. It takes a while. You actually see a figure far ahead of you with shock white hair. I kind of, like, gesture to her, just silently with mine. I swear I passed that woman not too long ago. Perhaps she knows her way around. Ask her. It's kind of strange to ask. Fair enough, sure. (laughs) I mean, you could also ask if you have any help with this, but, uh... Yeah, I get... we get closer. Yeah, so, actually, at this point, she's waiting outside of a set of double doors, and group room is labeled above it. And she's just posted up by the wall. I give Oksana just like a look like, I, I guess I'm gonna talk to this random stranger in a place we're not supposed to be in and ask about it, but sure. Uh, fuck, what would we even ask? <laughs> <laughs> just, you can just, just come right up, don't even say anything. Just put your hand up as, hello. Hello, hi, it's me, hello. No, um... Are you in character hesitating this much? Oh no, this is me, Sarah, okay, no, trying to figure like, out how to even approach <laughs> the situation. Because it's like, we're in a place we're not supposed to be in. This is literally just a random person. So it's like, how do I go, what do I even say? <laughs> Does Oksana have any idea? <laughs> no. You know, okay. you're no you hope know. to me. Well, like she has an idea, but like I think she just kind of keeps like nodding, nodding at you, like go ahead, like say something. It's like I don't know why I'm in charge here. I think sometimes you forget what they sound like, and that not everyone is like you. <laughs> if if you were, he- are you hesitating in character? Maybe for a, not nearly as long as I am yeah, now, yeah. but like a little bit. <laughs> she definitely sees us coming. I mean, like, we're walking down the hallway, so. Hi, I've lost my way. Can you point me to the mad science laboratory? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, y- Yvain, you're posted up by the door, and you're waiting. You hear a loud knock on the door. But, well, that's not the signal. Nah. So that's really not your problem. 
No. You see this group of two women and a man coming up, though. Mm-hmm. And they seem to just kind of awkwardly watch you with that type of apprehension of you can tell they want to say something but nothing's really coming out mm-hmm. <laughs> can I help you with something uh, sorry we're a couple of our friends are visiting a patient and we're trying to find them have you seen anyone pass by lately no, can't say I have. No, I'm actually just, I'm going to shift snow camera for a second here. So, Delilah. Yep. The orderly starts coming towards you with the birthday hat. And he's smiling. And you're going to see this as well, William. You're going to see that he know that this inmate no longer has a straitjacket. And you're both going to see when he grabs the orderly's hair, pulls his head back, and tears out a part of his neck with his teeth. And, well, Yvain, that sounds like the right type of scream. That's certainly a signal. Um, I think she, like, hears it, like, perks up, and is like, um, I guess if you guys want to show, stick around, um, but you also might not want to be here for this. And goes in. (laughs) Do I see anything as you open the door? Oh, uh, I didn't know if you guys were, like, to, like, the road to the side of the double doors or in front. I imagined you, like, kind of on the right side. Okay. (laughs) So. Delicioso. Probably see Delilah. Uh, the oh, Delilah's <laughs> running out as soon as the door's open. <laughs> as if Delilah's running out, Teddy's like, "Are you okay? Where's uh, William?" I'm not fucking okay, but I don't know where William went. He wasn't in there with you. No, he left with the doctor a minute ago. That's probably not good. Strange things are going on in this hospital, and I don't think we want to be a part of it. He left, did you see where? You have no fucking clue how strange things are right now. I don't know. I was in the room when he left. They wanted me to stay behind so Hank could talk to Lewis, but let's just fucking move. Did I hear screaming in there? Yeah, that's why we're fucking moving. And I I think, Richard, that's when you see a very worried-looking Delilah down the hallway. (laughs) And a group of your friends. Uh, I, I assume I'm trotting up just as you're starting to move and so like I start to slow down and then need to pick my pace back up to move with you oh oh, oh we're, we're going okay uh, yeah, we're looking for William uh, I guess just start trying doors I've got a idea she takes her gun out and fires into the ceiling what the f- in the hopes that William will hear gunshots and just come running like a dog <laughs> What the fuck was Why that for? Why would you do that? <laughs> because people are fucking killing each other, and I just want to get out of here. What? <laughs> what? So you did I stutter at any part of that? Well, if people are killing each other. You've just set off an a, a sound flare of where we are. Yeah, they're a little distracted with themselves right now. I think. 
I have so many questions, but I don't think now is the time to ask. So, William, so, you hear a gunshot? Uh, no, he doesn't. Oh, no. Uh, you do see, because Delilah had just gone out the door, you can still barely kind of make her out. You see her pull a gun. You see her pull a trigger. You don't hear the sound, though. I just kind of got a little... Lewis, I think, uh, I think that's our cue to leave. No, no, no. You can't take me from here. Lewis, I need you to trust me, all right? I can't force you, but I... It is in your best interest if you do come with me. No, no, no. He's out there. If I go out there, then I'm out there, and then then we're, we're out there together. If you... What if you go to another ward in the hospital? Is it this specific ward that is stopping him? I, 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 don't, I don't know. Well, let's readmit you to the place that you need to be, not here. Lucy passively kind of nods his head up and down. Because when I was with you a day ago, something was in your throat. You need to be with the medical doctors, not the psychiatric ones. And with that, I will start to lead him back through the double doors. Back towards the double doors, at least. With my hands hovering around my waist where both my revolver and my bayonet is. So, for our lovely trio, you... What? There's four of them. Five. There's five, yeah. Well, yeah, but like, Yvain's not really with you. Oh, no, but There's like... No, but I'm not yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, say how there is no way that this is Sorry, three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our quartet. Quintet. Quintet. I can't say words. <laughs> Counting Speaking is hard. Don't we know. confuse me with your basic geometry. Sorry. <laughs> geometry? <laughs> Shapes. So, for. You lovely folks that are outside of this group meeting room. There is an orderly that has been coming down the hallway now towards you. And he's smiling. And yeah, it's coming up from down from where you would all come in. Are we still moving at this point? I'm following the pace of the group. I think we're kind of paused because we're trying to see if William comes out from the gunshot. Yeah. Yeah, I figured you'd get paused. Okay. Yeah. How far away are we from that door, then? The door that Delilah uh, came out of? I'd say probably maybe ten feet. Like, this is pretty pretty immediate. Um. Richard, against his better judgment, <laughs> is going to take the cane and just, like, peek open the door a little bit and peek in that Delilah came out of. Yeah, so you see a series of patients, and all of you can hear them because they're squawking. Mm-hmm. And now they seem to be squawking with very great urgency. <laughs> as, as one of the inmates seems to be beating the orderlies to death. 
this is where you see a part of Richard's true character in which he takes the cane away from the door, lets the door close, and turns around and walks back to the group. Yeah, just, Jelilah just kind of shrugs and like that, like, I told you so look. <laughs> and Richard, um, just gives an amused shrug back, like, I had to check. <laughs> I think it no William? Oh god, no. I hope not, at least. If he was in there when I was in, in there, he was no fucking help. Are there other doors like close by? <laughs> like yeah, there's a series of doors on this uh, on the left hand wall here. Any of them with windows? <laughs> no. Okay, I've got the, They do have some some of those uh, window slots though, that you can slide open. Okay. I'm just a, at least for like the closest ones. While Richard is looking in the door, I'm gonna try sliding the window to see if I can spot William in any close by room. Great. Could you make me a spot hidden? Sure. We have advantage. I do. Let me get my other dice. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe somebody will come and help me. That is a 34 under 50. Hey, Thaddeus. Yeah. When you open this slot and look in, the room looks like a jungle. There is vines and flora and fauna filling the room. What looks like small jungle trees growing. And then you see a man. He's standing on a branch looking down at you. And he wraps his legs around the trunk and begins to swing and he starts making monkey noises. Honestly, right at that moment, I take in all of this. I'm shutting the window and being like, nope. <laughs> oh, and now the orderly is in front of you all. Bella's is going to gesture towards the double doors. Was the group meeting not to your satisfaction? I feel like maybe there's a situation in there you should take care of. <laughs> I'm sure it's all well in hand. Can we hear the screaming? <laughs> oh, he hears the screaming. <laughs> please, yeah. Edna, please go back in. Marion, what do you think is out of hand? Richard, like, upon hearing this, looks the orderly dead in his eyes, looks past him into the, like, towards the door, looks him back in his eyes... And it has just the the look of disbelief. He's not saying anything, but just the the back and forth look of I'm sure it's all in hand. It didn't look very in hand. <laughs> oh well, uh, uh, Mr. Bailey, Miss Ushakova, um, you your presence has all been requested here, and Mr. Cooper. Well, you've always known you were going to end up here sooner or later. At least a place like this. Can I ask who's requested us? The doctor. You're all very sick. Uh, no, I don't believe so. I just had the checkup. Uh. Miss <laughs> Taylor, yes? Well, why don't you lead the way into the room? Well, the doctor did say you were a tricky seagull. 
He looks at you with a bit of a patronizing look. But don't worry, we'll make you right as rain. Yeah, I bet you think you can. So, are you all rejecting the doctor's aid? I think there's simply been a mistake. We're looking for our friend William, and we'll be out of your hair. He doesn't matter anymore. Perhaps not to you, but uh, to us, we would like to know his whereabouts. <laughs> if he doesn't matter, then why don't you just give him to us? Because right now we're focused on your recovery. Please go back into the room. No! <laughs> <laughs> well, that is quite unfortunate. I suppose I have that I will just have to make you. No, uh. I look, guys, we've been requested. I say we follow the nice old early. Would you lead the way for us? No. In this this room, this one here, can you Open the doors? I'm not sure how to do that. <laughs> you are going to now make me a fast talk roll at disadvantage. Who's Miles? <laughs> not that <laughs> Who's Morales? That's fair. God, what a fantastic game. What did you roll? It's an 82 over 20. So, so that's a fumble. That's a fumble. <laughs> that's fair. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. And, I was just going to trip the man. <laughs> and you, Mr. Cooper, are clearly the seagull who lies. Not very well. Oh, no, I can lie to myself just great. That's never been a problem. <laughs> who doesn't? Why is he a seagull? What is going I on? Don't I don't know. Honestly, that's actually a good question. <laughs> so, I think you've all kind of danced around it enough. The orderly doesn't look like he's lost his patience, but he doesn't look like much of anything as his bones seem to snap. You can hear it. He, his limbs start to elongate and malform and his stomach begins to billow and fill and enlarge and you see like something secreting from his skin some sort of green liquid and all of a sudden from all of his pores come these, what looks like roots bursting from them, and you can see the bits of flesh that fall from him, almost as if he, he was a piñata, and this is the happy little surprise inside. And he keeps growing and growing until he fills most of the hallway. I am running. Yeah, I yeah, turned yeah, yeah, run yeah, yeah. You're all gonna roll me sand. That's fair. Yeah. It's fair. like, oh, it's just one of these guys. That's fine. Fifty-eight under sixty. 
73 under 80. Uh-oh. 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 I got a 59 under 73. I got a 73 over 56. <laughs> so, for those of you who passed, you're going to take one point of sand loss. Thaddeus, you're the only one who failed, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cooper, mm-hmm. you are going to lose five points of sanity. Oh, that's so many. Which is going to put you into a bout of madness. Woo! That is a lot. I'm going to hear you out. Mr. Cooper, do you have any particular way you feel would be most appropriate for your bout? Otherwise, it could be Keeper's Roulette. Let's see. Part of me just wants it to be kind of like full cowardice run and leave the group type of thing. But... If you'd like, I have a proposal. Mm-hmm. But once I say it, it's what's happening. You know what? Fuck it. Why not? Famous so, last words. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how I do things. So none of you see Cooper's face when, Thaddeus, you see the man's head rip open like a terrible Halloween mask and it's like a new skull being opened and you saw a motion much like that just the other night maybe this is your old friend hmm I think Thaddeus draws his gun. He, everyone sees him take a, take a copy of A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> <laughs> you kept it in the book? Yeah. You see Charles Dickens get pulled out. Is grab, this really the time? And I grab the 45 that's most nestled in it. Oh, not again. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm going to actually point it at the creature stumbling back, being like, no, no, no. This isn't... You can't be you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're, you're dead. You should be dead. As I am stumbling back. I don't think those rules apply anymore. <laughs> Damn it, not again. <laughs> I know. Every time. <laughs> At least it's not pointed at us this time. It's not fair. So, I'm going to move for a second here. Yeah, so Yvain. Yeah. You come into the room, mm-hmm. and you see your dear friend Avto mm-hmm. holding an orderly down at the knees and beating him to death. I think she just casually kind of like pulls out one of the guns she's got on her and is like, I feel like you like the kind of hands-on approach, but if you want it to be quicker, like I did bring one for you. And he looks back to you and gives a small shrug and says, well, the guy's not going anywhere. <laughs> no. 
and gives one last punch. And now you can kind of see, now that he pulls his arm back, there's probably not much of a face left on this man. Oh, no. And he drops him. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to you and says, uh, so if you'd like, I've been here for long enough to see where the good doctor might be. Want to make a house call? Oh, yes. Lead the way. And so he leads you to the set of double doors. You open it up. <laughs> you see this group here. <laughs> you see a gun come out of a tale of two cities. <laughs> and a giant monster thing. That you've seen before. Mm-hmm. I think one of her first thoughts is just like, there's so many better books to hide that in. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Um, but I think just like turns, sees it, is just like, oh fuck, not this again. Turns out to, is he in the way? No. Then leave him. <laughs> <laughs> we're right there, we're right outside the double doors. Fend for yourself. And so. Avto begins to bring you down further the hall uh, down the hallway. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like an absolute casual walk. Oh, absolutely. What are? Yeah, I'm gonna actually cut over to William. So you tried the door, and it's locked. Fun. Can I still see? I can look through that window, right? Still. Yep, you can see through that window, and. Um, I'll let you make either a, a, mm, an extreme spot hidden or a hard int. It is better for an int. Is what you said, an extreme spot hidden? Yeah. 42 over 37. Would you like to burn the luck or push the roll? I'm not going to burn the luck because I don't terribly have too much left. I have 46, but I don't want to risk in case I need it. Okay. So. Yeah, you can see through that glass still. So, William, what do you do? So, uh, can I put my ear up to the door to hear if there's anybody on the other side? Um, sure, make me a listen. 33 under 40. Um, you don't hear anybody. I'll give the door two quick knocks. Just be like, hey, doctor, you still there? You don't get a response. And I can, can I see the window from where I'm at? Oh, it's a little hard to, but yeah. I could probably still see chaos happening in there. Um, after this inmate and this other figure walk out, the, it seems like the other inmates seem to they're still squawking they're still running in circles but they do slow down a bit and now they're kind of leaning over the deceased orderlies and they're like inching closer um this is a double door I'm gonna try to show so I'm gonna take my bayonet out because I can't lockpick anything but shove the blade between the like 
What are you shaking your head towards? You're all useless. <laughs> I'm sorry, not all of us are hardened criminals. Yeah. Some of us just <laughs> murdered a man. <laughs> oh, there's a first time for everything. Come on. And I'm going to try to wedge the blade between the doors to see if I could, like, like jimmy it open a little bit. I'm going to ask you for an extreme strength roll. Thirty-four. Yes, I know. The door is too sturdy. And take it out, Lewis. We're not going to be staying here. I'm going to walk up to the window. So this is the closest to the window you've gotten, William. This glass—it's at least thick enough that you didn't hear gunfire. Holy fuck, it's so hot. I have to take my glasses off. They're fogging. Oh, would you, God. Would you like this wet towel? No, it's fine. I'm fine. It's thick. Say it. <laughs> How many C's are we talking here? <laughs> well, one C and a K, so... <laughs> Can I judge maybe how thick it is? Hmm. I'll say you're close enough and you have a good enough spot hidden... It's gonna. It's a minimum of maybe six to eight inches. Enough to stop a bullet. That's enough that it would take me a long time and probably damage my bayonet if I tried to try to cut through it. Um, could you make me a hard power roll? Oh, you're asking me a, a fun thing. That I did not make. 91. Over. 60. Okay, so you know it's not a fumble. Yeah. Is is it 50 above the DC or above your stat? So, because that was a hard... 50 above, it's 50 points above your stat. Okay. So you don't particularly notice anything except you're starting to feel a little lightheaded. I'm going to... How long did it take me from the center of the room to, like, to see the side of the room? I'm sorry, what? So, we had gotten pretty much to the center of the room. Yes. And I couldn't see either of the walls. Nope. How long? Because I did walk towards one of the walls. Takes a good about 20 to 25 seconds of walking. Okay. And I'm currently on one of the walls. Uh, you're uh, towards the double doors right now. Yep, which is on one of the walls. It's probably not going to give me anything, but... So I'm going to go back to the door. Is there a, the, can I see a lock on the door? Yeah, there's there's a lock. Without any other good options. Because there probably is other options, but he's not going to think of them. He's going to have... He's going to motion to Lewis to back up, and he's going to back up himself. He's going to take a shot at the lock. So, yep, you back up. You take a shot at the lock. And it hits. It scratches the door handle. But it doesn't really do much. But, so, August. Yeah? In the dark recesses of this room you look down on a man and in one of the inmates 
trying to escape the room. Now, you've been fostering here for quite some time. Yeah. You could probably open that for them if you'd like. Yeah, I think he would. Yeah, so... Uh, how, how do you think he's going to do that? So, he is currently just a collection of... Yeah, he's, yeah, he's grown yeah. all over the all over the ceiling in here. So, yeah, he would probably just, like, kind of slowly move closer and go into the lock and unlock it. Like, un- like mess with the locking mechanisms inside till it, till it clicks open. So, William, you had shot the lock and clearly it worked. Okay, I don't <laughs> see the mosque tendril go in and I think from the way you describe it, I think it's very thin. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah. It's very fucking dark. What he the just fuck? This, thank God that worked. <laughs> and, oh, uh, and put a like heavy shoulder into the door to bash it, o- like bash it open. Yeah, you bash it open. And in one hand's got his revolver, the other is a bayonet, and he is hurriedly going through the hallways, urging Lewis to follow him. Congratulations, William. You've gained the day. <laughs> I'm a free man. <laughs> now, I guess you find yourself in an interesting situation in that, yeah, the the doctor didn't spend quite a lot of time growing you here. Just little samples of you. He thought that they would remain isolated. And... That's when your good friend, Avto, entered the scene. Probably about six, eight months ago. Time is so loose for you now. And he started doing something that made you grow faster and connect to the whole. I didn't know he knew how to do that. And it doesn't seem like the good doctor does either. All of these little cells were meant to be just little bits of isolated samples, little controlled experiments. The doctor doesn't seem to have noticed how connected they all are now. So you can see just about everything that's happening here. See, this is... Ooh, I'm trying to think about how cognitive he is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, a it's lot been of, a long time. I mean, he doesn't exactly have a brain anymore. August, you've been cured of your sickness. You've reached apotheosis. I'm afraid that one of these times you're going to be filled with so much anger from your character's perspective, and then it's going to bleed over towards my character, and then that's going to bleed over towards anger for me, and you're going to jump across the table and try and strangle me. I've legitimately been worried about somebody actually punching Damien. Yeah, I've also been worried about that. (laughs) I made space when we did the code, because I didn't want to actively hit you, but I felt it. I didn't act on it. (laughs) 
It's kind of fun character things. <laughs> I would say he's still cognitive of himself enough that he does care about helping people. So I, he would probably try to help the group running away from the monster escape. Okay, so yeah, let's let's revisit them. Delilah, you're just running. Delilah's fucking running. Thaddeus, what are you doing? Thaddeus is stumbling backwards. The gun, like, held out shakily. But he's just basically fumbling his way backwards away from the monster. But, like, maintaining eye contact and just muttering to himself. <laughs> Just like, I'm so sorry. I can't go with you. I'm not going with you. I'm so sorry I left you. This isn't like this. I have to go. Please don't. Just mumbling, terrifying, backing away. What are the rest of you doing? I think that Richard would have yelled go and would be running as well, but keeping an eye out. Watching reactions, but going. I'm so slow. Someone please drag me with you. <laughs> I do not have the stats for this. <laughs> Sorry, man. I think Oksana is, like, starts like moving with the group to, like, run away. But I think a little bit when Thaddeus drops back and you whip out a gun, I think she's gonna try and wrestle it from you. I'm not even pointing it at you. No, but you're clearly out of your mind. I mean, fair enough. You, he's not gonna put up that much of a fight. Fair enough. Okay, if you're not putting up too much of a fight, then I won't make it a competing role. I'm just imagining you still holding, like, a finger gun at it after. No, I actually, I do have another gun. <laughs> no, no. It's time I for don't. my second gun. That, that one no. stays in his pocket, but I do have a second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the, you wrestle the gun from Thaddeus, and it slows you down enough that you don't really see a mouth, but you see a melshing wet movement on the stomach of this thing and it says in a distorted voice almost like a dozen people speaking over each other but at different times please refrain from violence we are trying to help I feel like with the combination of that voice that's so different than uh, my boy and from Oksana wrestling the gun away where I'm able to maybe like kind of break out of it a little bit and like just turn to run. Okay. So you're all going to start running. Mm-hmm. Well, this presents a certain problem, of mm-hmm. course, because you're vain. Yep. They run past you. Yep. Well, and now this fucker's your problem. Mm-hmm. You see Richard tip his hat as he goes by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For better or worse, it's genuinely just like, well, they looked smart enough to run. Good on them. But I guess it's just like, 
sees them run past, pauses, turns around, and then raises her gun. All right. Why aren't you making a firearms roll? Can do. I actually have stats on this sheet. (laughs) You can take it by itself, right? You don't need our help. (laughs) Since Richard is keeping an eye out, out of curiosity, what gun are you using? Um, I think she's probably got a newer one, but... Yeah, I'd say... Considering the vein, I would imagine it. Like, why not more 45s? Let's get spread around the 45. <laughs> yeah, that feels about right. Everybody like gets a 45. 45. It's a I also half magnum handgun. <laughs> I also half imagined still pulls out flintlock. I, <laughs> I know, right? I was imagining that, and Richard just goes by, what the fuck? <laughs> 21st century, Yvain's using D-Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> it's for style. Or would you use a sawed-off shotgun? Oh, she's got one, but, like, that's... That's not for this job. Mm-hmm. Special occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an 85 over 70. Can I push it? So, you typically can't push a combat roll. That's fair. But what I'll say mm. is that we kind of establish certain dynamics with this character. Mm-hmm. So I'll allow you to push it, and there will be a cost. Fair enough. So I was a 51 under 70 this time. Okay, so, yeah, you loose around into this thing. And you were pretty aware of what you were walking into. Yeah. Did you, by any chance, do anything to specially treat your rounds? Considering the based off of your previous experience with these things? Um, yeah, probably. Um, so, if this is the fight that I think it is, um, she probably, like, dipped all the bullets in, like, water before loading them into the gun. I can't remember if this is that fight. I yes. think it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. but water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've got wet bullets. I've got wet bullets. <laughs> Not by the time they exit the barrel, you don't. Uh, they're actually frozen. So then by the time they exit, it exits the barrel, it's just wet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not kind of yeah, I just remember water was a weakness, but I don't I know what I act- say, logistically what? can do to bullets yeah. about that. You know what we can do? Huh. Well, let's fucking go Helsing with it. Dipped in hoy in blessed water in blessed water. Let's go. You just well, have that was s- actually my first thought. <laughs> you just have a squirt gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like Metal Gear Solid Five. I brought so my mister. water pistol. I see this new invention. It's the super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you loose around. You remember last time? Mm-hmm. The bullet kind of uh, just hit it in like a, in this really meaty sound and seemed like it didn't do much. But this time there's a small hole through the creature. Mm-hmm. And you hear this shrieking and it's coming from the walls mm. more than it is from the creature. Oh, I hate that. So why don't you roll me a 1d10 for your damage? Can do 
five. Okay. That is a d10 plus two for a 45. Oh, plus two. So, so that'll be seven. seven. Yep. Thank you. I do not have the stats on my yeah. sheet. <laughs> I do. So, you can also, in fact, fire two more times in this turn. Oh, oh but it, you take a penalty die yeah. on each subsequent oh, okay. one, um, yep. fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and for the first shot, she wouldn't. She would make sure it lands. Yeah, so it, yeah, it, it hits, and yeah, you hear this screeching. And we had kind of talked a bit about how she prepped a, in a little bit. So Opto's going to reach into Yvain's jacket and grab one of the extras that she brought in. Mm-hmm. And is going to fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm so blind. No. No. <laughs> He doesn't have his glasses, it's oh, fine. Oh, wait, I forgot. I'm sorry, you shouldn't have had to push it. Because you're basically at point-blank range. So you get an advantage, uh, advantage on your uh, gunshot. Oh, okay. On your firearms check. Gotcha. I'll save, I'll save that push oh. for later. Yeah, okay. No, he hit that time. Oh. I thought you were going to say, like, no, he, he missed at point-blank range. He, like, dropped the gun. It's slippery. Okay. Yeah, so he, Avatar pulls a gun and fires as well and hits it right in the shoulder and you just see these almost like burn marks left where the bullet went in mm-hmm. so I apologize with like 20 minutes left I think I'm gonna wrap up here I'm not gonna lie I just physically can't take this anymore